The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Girls Talk, Boys Talk. I am Kelsey Charles, brought to you. Wait, not brought to you. I am joined by Justin <laughs> Morris, guys. It's been a long week. I need some coffee. Aisha Morrison. We are brought to you, though, by the official dating app for the Dallas Cowboys, Jigsaw. Oh, hi, guys. It's hi, been a Kel- minute. I haven't I was, seen y'all. I was going to say, are you brought to you by Jigsaw? No, nah, she yeah. walked in here looking like a different person. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I was not prepared. Okay. I, you're like, I'm sorry. I know I haven't seen you in a minute, but like, I really haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, okay. we haven't seen you in a hot minute. I we know. missed you. We missed you. Well, yes. I'm happy to be back. I've been traveling a lot for work, so yeah. thanks for holding down the fort. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited because, listen, this is a fun game to jump back into. Uh we all know these two teams have some significant history. Yep. Y'all all talked about OBJ. We don't have to go there. We won't. Um, but I do want to talk about the lay of the land as we do head into the weekend. Jess, I know you guys got a chance to see some practice and some injury reports. So I'd love to mm. hear who's looking like they're in, who's looking like they're out. Because honestly, if I were in the Packers, I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we talked about how plagued Green Bay is right now with the injury bug. And that is absolutely showing on their practice report. We'll talk about that in a second. I pulled up the Cowboys right here. It said really the only person that did not participate in Thursday's practice for the Cowboys was tight end Jake Ferguson. Other than that, uh, oh, wait, and uh, Anthony Barr, linebacker Anthony Barr, also did not participate. But Jake Ferguson... Um, didn't participate today for the first time. He was kind of nulled off of yesterday's participation. Um, going down the list, Dorrance Armstrong was a full participant. Noah Brown was limited. Zeke was limited. Um, and then Donovan Wilson also limited. All the rest of these guys will for, were full participants. Michael Gallup, Malik Hooker, Micah Parsons, Dalton Schultz, Kevontae Turpin, and Sam Williams. So there's that. Aisha, you were going down Green Bay's yeah. Um uh, practice report there. <laughs> that is a long yeah. list, my and friend. It's a long, she was she was talking to me right before uh, we we came on, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Dang, that is that is a list." Yeah. I mean, man, there's a there's at least seventeen people in here. Woo! I think if I were to sit here and count, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. They, they had five guys come back today. Um, I think Bakhtiari, who is important to what they do, uh, he's dealing with an ankle. He's a tackle. He was limited today. Um, and then one of their starting linebackers, if I'm not mistaken, is is out to uh, Devondre Campbell. He did not participate today. That's a big deal moving forward because they're going to be – looks like they may be down their two starting linebackers. So, obviously, mm. that's a big deal. Something we didn't notice yesterday, yeah. Rodgers came up on the – practice report it was so long your eyes wouldn't see it she, yeah he was 18 tra- people by the way <laughs> i'm sorry i'm still reading yeah <laughs> 18 people aaron Rodgers came up yesterday on the practice report and did not participate in wednesday's practice he was upgraded to limited participation today for a get this right thumb injury uh. which he's been nursing so. kind of throughout the season kind of just been playing through it or whatever and i think that may be it he maybe tweaked it during the game and here we are i mean the last weekend's game was the worst game I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play in his entire career and I really hope that that injury is is significant because I can't help but look at like his performance and be like there has to be something going on oh right like because a lot of people are just like how can he 
you know, be playing this yes. poorly because it's different when you look at Aaron Rodgers and, you know, obviously you have the conversation of, well, their wide receivers are are young. They're trying to figure out those things, protection, whatever. But it's like a lot of the mistakes and a lot of the things that are happening with them are specifically just him. And with him being this guy that has all this savvy and knowledge, like you don't expect for him to behave that way. But also uh, just the outburst on the field and just – I've never seen him behave that way. He's always kind of been, you know, edgy. But right. today, I mean, on Sunday, I said, Aaron. <laughs> Child. <laughs> now, Aaron, what is going on yeah. here? <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, it is, I don't know. It, it's very shocking to see, even though that he had this awful game, he's one of those players, especially if you're a Cowboys fan, that, you know, he can have, that man could have half of his body just like flailing behind him, hanging off of him, and I'd still be a little bit afraid. Yeah. Like I'm dead serious. Y'all. Like yeah. I I really am. Like he he scares me even when he's broken. And that's why I think it's Dang, so that important. sounded so deep, but Kelsey. That's, <laughs> but that sounded so deep. Every Cowboys fan that you see on Twitter, on social yeah. media, it is like, I don't care what's wrong with him. It's almost <laughs> generational trauma at this point, what Aaron Rodgers has done to Cowboys It Nation. is 100%. And I think that this game this week, and that's why I think this game this week is so important because, man, y'all need the mental peace. Like, what is this? Here's the like, thing, I can't though. sleep. I can't eat. What? <laughs> Green Bay is on a five-week losing streak. It's, it's a lot. They have something to prove. And again, we go back to the Cowboys are the team to beat right now within their immediate schedule to prove, hey, we're not the team you're saying we are. So it's not a trap game, I don't necessarily think, for the Cowboys by any means. I think if they continue to build off of what we saw pre-bye week, they will absolutely come out with a win. It's just, it's scary when you have an Aaron Rodgers that's coming off of a five-game losing streak, has something to prove. I mean, I don't like that, but but it is interesting to see him pop up on that uh, injury report. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys talk about something to prove, and I think that Aaron Rodgers has something to prove for obvious reasons. The performances have been alarming, to say the least. But I also, you know, going on the flip side of his old coach, Mike McCarthy, I mean, if you want to talk about something to prove, mm. I would definitely see him being in that mindset going into this weekend. I can never re- like forget this image of him. It was after he got fired from Green Bay, and he there was like some special, like you know the specials they play during um, you know, the pregame shows and all of that. I don't even know what channel it was on, but it was how Mike McCarthy was still in his house, and he had like a full blown like mini coaching staff, like take like tearing down film, and like they were still like working. If if you will. Hmm. And I remember he literally had a tear in his eye when they're interviewing him. And he's like, I need to get back to work. Basically was like the crux of it. I was trying to Google that and just seeing Mike McCarthy and all of his green Bay stuff is making me so sad. I don't like this view. Um, definitely <laughs> giving me some trauma going back to the catch that Jez did have. But um, you know what I did want to point out too, I was going through the game packet that uh, Cowboys PR is so incredible and puts together for every game and get this with a win this weekend. Let me go back to what it said about Mike McCarthy. It says, with a win on Sunday, head coach Mike McCarthy would record his 150th regular season win and pass Bill Crowler for the 23rd most all-time regular season wins among head coaches. A victory against the Packers would also give McCarthy a win against every NFL team 
including postseason. That's awesome. Yeah, he didn't say Incredible. Like he cared. Like, he, yeah. he was he was in the presser today, and he was like, okay. And I was like, nah, that's, I mean, and even, like, Haley, who asked, was like, this, that's, a, that's a big feat. In yeah. Bill Cowher is no joke. Like, that's a mm-hmm. legend. Yeah. yeah. And it's a big deal, like. Just and that kind of just speaks to his experience in this in this game. I didn't realize until they were talking about it this week just how long he's been a coach, just yeah. how long he's been involved in the league. So I just when conversations come up about head coaches and where they rank and stuff, it's just so crazy to me that Mike McCarthy is somehow looked at as this guy that's just kind of there for decoration. And it's like no. What he's done is not things that, you know, guys do often in this league. And then also some of the teams that he took to the Super Bowl, wasn't that great? Nope. It's it's honestly <laughs> defenses win. It's Super so Bowls. true though. Like some of the like the Green Bay, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't incredible in my personal opinion. And honestly, like what he did with Aaron Rodgers, like I have a lot of respect for that. I think it was kind of interesting looking at how that whole thing came to a head mm-hmm. because I can't help but think that Aaron Rodgers is doing a very similar thing right now with Matt LaFleur. Well. And it's like it's like where you see like the guys that get to that level in their career, like the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers. I feel like they're the only two that really can do that. Exist and, now. And, yeah, yeah, literally, or do do that. Where they'll look at the head coach right in the eye and be like, I hated that call. Like, mm. and they'll just like, they'll you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it doesn't seem like a coach and player relationship. It feels like they're they're equals right which is a very interesting i i would imagine it's a very interesting dynamic to be in Mm -hmm. and it feels like in green bay like i mean obviously mccarthy lost out and and aaron was like yeah i'm done with this guy like you can't help but look at he didn't have the best performances like do you put it past him to maybe be like yeah i'm not gonna try as hard for you anymore and i'm ready to see you go like is that where aaron is right now with lafleur as well i I, there's a lot of you there's, could unpack that all you want. But there's just yeah. a lot of this is going to be a somewhat of a prideful game all the way around. I expect for Green Bay to come out. Their fans are probably going to be involved. They don't get to play the Cowboys that often, right? So I think their fans are going to be involved. I think that's going to be a big factor in the game. But um, there's like it's even though it's been downplayed, it, it does feel like there are some stakes in this game mm-hmm. for some reason. I mean, when you go up against a three and six team, you don't say that there's stakes in the game, but yeah. that, apparently, yeah. And then also too, like there is conversation of is is this maybe one of the last times we see Aaron Rodgers in that in that jersey or the yep. Cowboys get the opportunity to play him? So um, talking to some of the young players today, some of them are just like, we going up there. We wanted to go like, and not in a not in they they seem just very wide eyed to a lot of the history that's yeah. involved, and that's normal. So, I don't know. I'm, I think it's going to be a good experience for the young guys to get up there and experience it. The crowd noise, all that stuff in this game. I think it's actually a great point. Before we dive into a break, and then I want to go X's and O's with mm-hmm. you guys, but it's actually a really good point. Like this. Gosh, I'm going to age myself. I got to stop talking about my age on air, man. <laughs> no, but no. it's like, but it's like I came in when Travis Frederick was drafted, mm, right? Yeah. And like guys, and granted, he he's he retired pretty young, but like guys that were were drafted when I was first starting are getting are retiring now, or they are like, hey, we're talking about how many more years does Zach Martin yeah. have in him? All those types of things. Yeah, and. So these guys that are new and fresh in the building, like they didn't have the Des caught it trauma. Nope. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. they didn't have the lose in the NFC to Aaron Rodgers, like end your season that you thought you were going to really have a shot at it. Like they, that does not come to mind for exactly. them. Right. It's a fresh slate. Like we are the ones which carrying that trauma, <laughs> which again, it's just kind of crazy how the NFC as a whole right now, you can even say that maybe about Tom Brady sure. at this point. Sure. I mean, it, those 
those are names, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, those are, those are two names that strike fear into you when you see them on the Cowboys schedule every season, even this season. I mean, I I can probably say 90% of Cowboys fans that predicted their season win and losses marked this game as a loss. It, 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 Hi. I did too. It's me. I, Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm so glad no you fate. caught on to that. That's a, that's a Taylor Swift lyric. Um, <laughs> just so y'all know. Um, but <laughs> never. Um, but I think it's very interesting that the tides have officially turned. Mm. And it's, it's a very full circle kind of moment. It's a circle of life, Lion King moment, if you will, sure. where the younger guys, it's it's now their turn. And then the, the, the once younger guys that, you know, we know as the young guys the questions start coming of, well, is this really the last time we'll see him? Yeah. When's the last time? This could be the last time we see him play against the Cowboys. I mean, that is absolutely insane. And something real quick, too, I wanted to throw in was Mike LaFleur uh, actually talked about, he was asked if there needed to be changes on the coaching staff to jumpstart their season. And he said, no, we collectively have to do a better job, starting with myself to put our players in a better position, saying they did not capitalize on long drives offensively. What I really appreciate about that style of coaching is there's no blame on just one person. He could have sat there and said, well, Aaron Rodgers wasn't doing his job and making all those intercepts. I mean, really, he could have said that. He didn't. And never once did he throw anybody under the bus. It was a very us, we all take the responsibility kind of feeling. Well, contextually, we know what he's saying. Stop throwing interceptions oh. at, in the 10 <laughs> We know. I was like, that's some, I, that might be some shade. Yeah, I, mean, I feel it was, like it was, but I do want to know what you're saying. That it, he's not trying to cause contention. Yeah. No, and he, I mean, <laughs> but would you, if, if your job was being questioned in no, a press right. conference? No, I mean, right. you definitely Copacetic wouldn't. Copacetic, baby. But I will say, going back to what you all were saying about the relationship between Aaron and, and his head coach at it seems pretty healthy, but you just go back to it's an identity crisis. It is an identity crisis for this team. So Cowboys can capitalize on that. Add another win. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's talk about how the Cowboys can capitalize off this. We're going to break into uh, let's start with the offensive side of the ball after the break. Go ahead and stay with us, y'all. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Pepsi-loving football fans, it's time we had a lesson in trash talk. And I'm not talking about that stuff that happens on the field. What I'm talking about is trash, and it's the only thing that belongs in your garbage can. Now, recycling might not be as thrilling as converting a fourth and long, but next time you're thinking about throwing that Pepsi Zero Sugar bottle away, just cap it back up and pretend you're down by six with the recycling bin wide open. <sighs> know the difference, make a difference. Be a team player and recycle. Visit PepsiTrashTalk.com to learn more. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the second segment of your favorite podcast and show, Girls Talk, Boys Talk, brought to you by the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jigsaw Dating. Ooh, and you know, if you know me, you know I've waited all too well for this moment to collide in my world, which is the Dallas Cowboys and Taylor Swift. So let's talk Taylor Swift, because Taylor Swift's The Era Tour comes to AT&T Stadium for two nights on April 1st and 2nd, 2023. You know where I will be those two nights. Tickets go on sale Friday, November 18th, but you can sign up for the Taylor Swift tickets pre-sale powered by Verified Fan today at taylorswift.com slash events. Y'all know I already did that. Y'all know I already have everything set, outfit. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be there going crazy. So if y'all see me going crazy for Taylor Swift, no, I don't care. No no shame. Never mind. No Uh. shame. We're trying to convert Aisha to become a Swifty. I did send her all too well the 10 minute version. The voice that is not how you do it. Oh no, she loved it. She loved it. She sent me a voice memo back, and she's like, "Wait, no, actually, this is good. I'm gonna listen to it again." Stop so telling all my business on air. I'm trying to convert quietly. <laughs> so she admits it. So undercover Swifty over here in the corner. We love I'm it. Not no over. Anyway, you we're know working what? on it. Speaking of coverages, ooh, um, good transition. Let's Kels. You're welcome. I love that. Um, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys defense and no, I'm sorry, offense. My bad, guys. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about the Dallas Cowboys offense and how they're going to attack this Green Bay defense. Aisha, I'd love to dive into some of the matchups that you personally are looking at. Again, I know that you know this this Cowboys team has quietly become a the contender to beat or at least one of them which is kind of fun can't say anyone saw that coming but here we are either way um green bay they're beat up but if you're looking at the matchups at hand where do you feel like this cowboys offensive team can exploit green bay um so one thing that i think that the uh the packers offense oh well we're talking about the cowboys offense uh them being without their linebackers i think is going to be huge mm-hmm. obviously um Preston Smith is a guy that plays well for them. I'm not sure what he, he looks like. He's questionable right now. But when you start looking at what the, the Cowboys like to do offensively, they're they're probably going to want to run the ball on this on this team. Yeah. I mean, their other teams have seen success. They're giving up what five yards a carry um, defensively. Not bad. And honestly, <laughs> and Let's honestly, eat. you can you can get up on these guys. Now, granted, the Packers secondary has some gentlemen there, like um, Razul Doug- Douglas, who came over from the Eagles, is balling out for them. Um, they also have a Scantling, if I'm not mistaken. That guy is probably going to be matched with CD, so that's an interesting matchup to look at him and CD. Um, but Honestly, I think the Cowboys should just come out and play their game the same way they've been playing it, very similarly, just run the ball, let that off, open up the pass, or whatever the case may be. This defense is banged up in a bad way in their in the middle 
and I think they can take advantage of that, exploit that, maybe get the tight ends involved. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and I think when it comes to the Cowboys offense, you rely heavily on whatever one-two punch will be out there, Tracking. whether that's Zeke and Tony or Tony and Malik. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think it just depends on Zeke's status, how, how how all of that goes. I thought something interesting that Mike McCarthy mentioned during his press conference yesterday was how his stance is based on how he's coached over the years on having three running backs in a game, but also having one on a rep count. Obviously being asked about Zeke at that point, and he said, yeah, no, it's, it's kind of bitten me in the behind, if you will, uh, to do that. If one, you know, you have one that's already on your rep count and then something happens to another one, then you're only left with your one running back at that point. So I thought that was really interesting. I think whatever one-two punch you get out of this game, you lean on that. You rely on that. Obviously, we know Tony Pollard can handle that uh, workload, whatever the case may be. He talked about wanting to get more touches today uh, in the locker room, and, and he said, whatever I get – I'm going to do something with it. So very excited to see Tony Pollard there um, with talking about the workload that he can handle. I also think something that was interesting, a very big topic of conversation in the locker room today was cleats playing on, uh, playing outside. Yep. And what I really, we can talk about Mike McCarthy and give him his flowers all day, every day, because what I really <laughs> respected is how you, you know, how when somebody just tells you something so much, you're like, yeah, yeah, we heard it 20 times in the last 10 minutes. It was one of those things when the guys were like, yep, the first thing. What did Mike McCarthy tell you this week <sighs> about the cleats? Every <laughs> single one. And it was like a joke almost like, yep, they, he told us about the cleats. And it was really, really cool to see that that was the first thing he had mentioned sure. was the cleats and getting them adjusted to that. Um, as far as Dak, Dak looks just so ready. I mean, he, the guy had a pep in his step today. And I think what was really special today was he was asked, you know, about Mike McCarthy and and returning to Green Bay, and he said, "Yeah, Mike's my guy." I don't and somebody asked, "Well, do you ever have a conversation about that?" He's like, "No, he knows. He knows I have his back." To which he said, "Today's Mike McCarthy's birthday, so happy birthday, Coach oh, McCarthy. Happy and, birthday, and Michael." And he said, he said, "I made sure they played happy birthday for him today." So, it's good. I love, I love that. that. Yeah, I, I love as a former equipment um, widow, and I call myself a widow accordingly because <laughs> Kelsey, I really without I got to talk about my age and my dating life on every single show. Shut oh, Kels, up. it's like I'm it's like so a drinking done. game. <laughs> but I feel very well versed in talking about this because I lived this experience for four years. It is like it. It really is understated the importance of like equipment in a game. Mm -hmm. I remember when we went to Wembley and you know you had to have certain spikes because there's you know there's different types of turf that you're dealing with and like and honestly like when you have to deal with a natural grass you have to have like a, a like a longer spike on your on your cleat than maybe what you'd play on a turf. And that you 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 may not be as fast, you know, because if you think about it, just like basic dynamics, like you, your feet go into the ground a little bit more, and you got to adjust mm -hmm. to that. You maybe like got to make sure you're practicing with those outside yeah. on the grass field because you got to make sure you're you're used to that and like how you can cut and how that impacts your cutting, all of those types of things. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that's going to be a really big factor. Um, I'm glad that Mike talked about that because, again, like, you know, this game, they're going to probably have, like, two trucks versus the one because you're oh, going to, yeah. you know what I mean? Changing Hell and yeah. changing out a lot yeah. and stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. for no, sure. It's important, especially if you want your guys to get out there healthy. And like we talked about earlier, there's a lot of young gentlemen that are going up there and playing that have never played in that type of uh, on that type of field before. You know, so it's it's important if you want to get out healthy yeah in this oh, game yes. it's um, a great way of putting it 
Yes, they also got some help. I don't want to say that, but Rashawn Gary being out, one of their DNs, one of the best run defenders mm-hmm. in the game, leads the team in sacks. He's out this game, and I obviously that's going to probably open up some things offensively for this team as well. So, yeah. Some, um, the matchups. You, you talked about the run de- run defense, and, and that's how they struggle. And, and mm-hmm. again, like I feel like this has been an area of a, a strength, if you will, for this Cowboys team for Absolutely. several years. And so I guess I wanted to ask you guys, you know, when I say run, I mean like our actual like rushing game. We've we've touted the fact they've had a two-headed backfield, mm-hmm. right? And it's been really great to have Zeke and then Pollard in their different styles. But now I feel like with Zeke being out and like Pollard's kind of slowly emerged as like a guy that people feel a lot more confident in is someone who can carry a lot of the load. Do you feel nervous if you don't have Zeke for this weekend? Because he hasn't committed to playing yet. You don't know where he's at. Are you at the point in in – in covering this team where you look at Tony Pollard and you're like, listen, they can get the job done. They can do it well, especially when they can take advantage of a run defense that's struggling. No nerves. Yeah, None. It depends. No nerves. It, honestly, yeah. like we talked about, I think it would depend on the game, but going against a Russian defense that is already somewhat struggling, it is one of those weeks where I'm like, you could – you could definitely do without Zeke, but I know that he is important to what they do game plan wise. I also will say the argument of like, okay, well, Zeke's not out there. What about pass pro? Like, oh my God, because that's one of the conversations yeah. that comes Sky's up all the falling. time. Absolutely. <laughs> um, this pass rush does not strike me as one that maybe you need an extra guy mm-hmm. in there for because that's a big emphasis of what people want Zeke to be on the field for and what he does. So this again, this is one of the games where I think that you could get away with it. Will it happen? I have no idea. Yeah. Um yeah, because he practiced completely today, if I'm not mistaken. So that was important. Yeah. Right? The thing was with, that we talked about yesterday was that when you look at this weekend, if the circumstances were different, um, if the, if Green Bay had a winning record and and things were shaping up to be a little bit different than what they are, absolutely, uh, Zeke would no doubt in my mind. I'd say, yeah, we need him in. But you have a luxury this week with the winning record that the Cowboys have, the losing record that Green Bay has, and the team that Green Bay has right now to allow Zeke to sit, not because I don't want to see him. There's not a game that I I ever want to see Zeke sit, but allow him to rest because my mind, and I'm sure everybody else's mind, is thinking playoff time. Right. It is right around the corner. I would, And I said this yesterday, I would rather have a healthy Zeke for the Christmas game against the Eagles, who at that point have statistically probably one of the easier schedules in the NFL compared to Green Bay, who has statistically one of the hardest, if not the hardest schedule, remaining schedule in the NFL. When it comes to those two factors, I would rather have Zeke ready and healthy for the Eagles game because that, I think, is is really extending to be a matchup of itself and and I know that's December that's far away the Eagles are still undefeated guys yeah when you when you think of it that way I just this game is not worth Zeke getting more injured it's not worth him putting a strain on his body if he can help it and he doesn't have to be so I'm not nervous about it I think you know obviously we saw pre-bye week why we shouldn't be but I would like to see a healthy Zeke even for the Vikings game. I think the Minnesota game yes. is going to be very trying and taxing. Say, that's I'll do you one um, better like yeah. next week. So it's like yeah. that's, that's when you want them. The Vikings have a stout yep. run defense. They're playing like one of the better teams in the NFC right now. I think if you want to gauge, this is definitely a playoff contender. They're silent wanna, killers. If you want to gauge where you are as a team, mm-hmm. that's it. This is probably one of the better games to do so. And yep. so I like I was I, you were talking about the Eagles now. I'm like, sis, <laughs> next week. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm thinking Nelly. playoff wise, but yeah, no, next week is a perfect example of that. Why you need a healthy Zeke. Right. I would save Zeke, sit him, rest him. You know he doesn't want to. He's one of those of guys. Not. He never wants none of these guys ever want to sit. But, but you do have to, to at least consider it when you're when you're game planning. And yeah. I think again, like if this was a different Green Bay Packers team, it feels weird to even be having this conversation about the Packers. But you know, if it, it was, then we'd probably be having different conversations. But you know, they're in an interesting predicament right now, and this Cowboys team has the total advantage and ability to take advantage of that. So um, we're going to talk about the other side of the ball, though, because I do want to talk about this Cowboys defense against Aaron Rodgers. Again, I think this is one of the most anticipated matchups of this upcoming game. So excited to dive into that. Go ahead and stay with us. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Pepsi-loving football fans, it's time we had a lesson in trash talk. And I'm not talking about that stuff that happens on the field. What I'm talking about is trash, and it's the only thing that belongs in your garbage can. Now, recycling might not be as thrilling as converting a fourth and long, but next time you're thinking about throwing that Pepsi Zero Sugar bottle away, just cap it back up and pretend you're down by six with the recycling bin wide open. (sighs) Know the difference? Make a difference. Be a team player and recycle. Visit PepsiTrashTalk.com to learn more. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the final segment of Girls Talk, Boys Talk, brought to you by the official dating app of the Dallas Cowboys, Jigsaw. Why are you pointing? I feel like I can't hear anything. Oh, well, that sounds like a problem. You want to hand me the read and I'll do that? Here you go. Okay, I'm going to do this read. Um, All right, so uh, I'm going to talk about Cowboys Christmas extravaganza while... Jess gets her audio right. Cowboys Christmas extravaganza powered by Reliant at the Star in Frisco every Friday and Saturday night from November 18th through December 17th. The show is free and open to the public. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Christmas for more info. And I can tell y'all it is very, very fun. I saw them today putting up the tree. Um, It's a blast. (laughs) Santa comes. If y'all are Santa people, like that's the thing that they offer. It's pretty fun. I love Santa. The the DCC are out there. I mean, it's just like they did they killed it. Like shout out to Kelly Finglass. Like yeah. she's a, she's just amazing. Like what can't she do? Uh, yeah, I I can't really hear y'all, but yeah, 
<laughs> just go like this. I, I just, can't. Just yeah. take it just take, just take one of them Okay. Off. Well, um, yeah. Chris, Cowboys Christmas. And hopefully uh, for Christmas this year, we get to celebrate um, going to the playoffs. I was like, a Super Bowl playoffs? All I, the things. All, all of that, yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about what it would take to get there because obviously <laughs> this Cowboys team has to go get through Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers first. I'm on transition fire today. I let's don't know. Go. Let's go. All right, guys. So I do want to dive into, again, Aaron Rodgers against this Dallas Cowboys defense. I'm excited. Like, I'm ready. I am so ready. Again, He's coming off of a rough season in an even rougher game. He's on the injury report. Like, you got guys like Micah Parsons, and we just saw our guy Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, it's just like this is going to be fun. Yeah, the Lions held the Packers to nine points. That's um, egregious. And again, unheard like, of. And we talk, if without those two interceptions or, you know, down in the red zone, obviously that game's a different conversation, but. This Packers offense is only averaging, what, 17 points a game, 30, 322 yards uh, per game. It, Justin Fields is running half of that. It's <laughs> it's crazy. And what's happening is that the QB is just, he's kind of he pressing. He's just, he's there's a lot of miscommunication with the young receivers, those guys, because they're out of place, because they're, they're new. Like, they're just inserting gentlemen and trying to get things going. Um, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones is going to be important, too what's going to happen offensively for them because I do think that him and Dylan do have, you know, t some type of tandem as well where Dylan is this power rusher, Aaron Jones is a little bit more slippery and can get between the tackles or whatever. So whether those gentlemen, that running back tandem, I think is going to be very important to what they're trying to do offensively because quite honestly, in unless it's Alan Lazard, who Trayvon Diggs is probably going to be matching up against, there's not a lot that they're getting from their receivers on that end either. So... Um, yeah, this Christian Watson was stepping up for them. It looks like he may be available. He was dealing with a concussion situation. But for their offense, their run game is capable. It's, their offensive line is intact. You know, Bakhtiari is dealing with that that ankle injury, but their offensive line is pretty He's going to be back, right? Yes. And so they hate do that have, for us. <laughs> they do have the ability to run the ball when their gentlemen are there. It's really more so like the passing that has been not there so much. And your their quarterback is. It gets upset about it when it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, too, Aaron Jones has been on the injury report with an ankle injury, and he was limited both yesterday and today for practice as well. I don't think they've made a set decision on Aaron Jones yet. So, again, if they do, that'll be interesting. If they don't, again, that'll, that'll also be interesting. But I said this yesterday, Kelsey, and I want to see your reaction, uh -oh. which is why I'm going to repeat it because <laughs> – I don't, I don't think y'all let this sink in. When I saw this fact, my eyes basically popped out of my head. So on first things first take, they said that the Lions were on track to give up more points than any team in the history of the NFL. Keep in mind, that's who uh, the Packers just lost to. All right. Mm -hmm. So t statistically, that means that the Lions were on track to be the worst defense in the history of the NFL. And Aaron Rodgers could not score points on them. That's How? Bad. That that is, y'all. Not how. Just what is going on? It's They're, more like a why. It's, it's like you know the how. How? What? Where? Why? What when, the when heck? You watch when you watch him. That's that's what you like when you're watching film with Aaron Rodgers and even his savvy at the line of scrimmage. It just seems like the processing that is normally there for them. He had about two times to draw them off sides, get free mm -hmm. plays, and you know he thrives in that. And that's another part of the game that I definitely want to talk about is that these guys are penalty free 
because this is also a team and a quarterback that if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Yep. If you give him a free play, he's probably going to take advantage of it. Yep. And you're just not seeing like that elite level thought processing, looking guys off, that type of stuff from Aaron Rodgers right now. It's very odd. Now, I do one matchup I really am looking for that we haven't talked about is Jaron Curse going up against the Packers. Now, I think there and obviously there's been a lot of conversation with Anthony Barr being a former Viking. Hello. Right. Uh, Jaron Curse is a former Viking as well. And this is a different, totally different role from him. He's he has the opportunity to maybe sack the quarterback or to get, you know, to really influence what Aaron Rodgers is doing. And from his strong safety position when he played with the Vikings, he didn't have that. He wasn't in the box as much. So I really want to see how he keys on keys in on the matchup between like maybe some of that back and forth with him and Aaron Rodgers, because this is an opportunity for him to play him in a different capacity that he's never played in before. I love that because also again, like I, I, I'm never going to count Aaron Rodgers out. And mm -hmm. you just talked about like him, like he, he's one of those quarterbacks that could literally be looking over here and throw this way. Like he's mm -hmm. he's got that peripheral. Like he can and he'll he will mind f you all day. Yeah, he will. Like he will. And he looks at this team and he's like, I'm about to eat. I'm not even at my highest. Like I'm not like playing as well as I can. But he'll still find ways. Which again, like guys like a J Ron Curse. I love that you bring that up. That's going to be such a fun challenge mm -hmm. for him. Like it's it's almost more mental with a guy like Aaron Rodgers than it is, you know, obviously you have to execute, but, like, you just really have to be keyed into the mental side of the game. Yeah. And I think this is a game for J. Ron Curse to have his breakout game since returning. And last I mean, game was good for him, too. Yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely he's coming on the build up. Yeah, you can see he's it. He's on his rise, and I think this is the game to do it. I also wanted to point out, too, I was looking at uh, a few things over here, one being on the media packet. It talks about two guys specifically, uh, Trayvon Diggs. It says that Trayvon Diggs has three interceptions in 2022 so far with another one he would become the first Cowboys player to record at least four interceptions in back-to-back -back seasons since Terrence Newman had five picks in 2010 and four in 2011 on the other side of that we're talking about LVE LVE needs 15 tackles to reach 500 career tackles as he plays in his 60th career game on Sunday in Green Bay so a mm. couple things to uh, look out for something else Aisha, you mentioned the word penalties. Man, I wish that that it's word... It's your trigger word. I wish that word didn't make my wheel spin. I just got a little curious here. How Cowboys and, and even the Packers are doing right now in penalties. The good news, the Cowboys do not lead the league in penalties so far, um, but they are pretty up there, but the Packers are even higher so far. So, so far this season, the Packers have 56 penalties and the Cowboys have 55. So they are one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, the Packers are sixth in the league. The Cowboys are eighth in the league with penalties. So Yeehaw. I'm just warning y'all, if we're talking about penalties come Monday, here's your, tr here's your trigger warning that that might be a thing. But it is an opportunity for the Cowboys to potentially play on that weakness from the Packers, and you could say that vice versa as well, to get some free plays out of them. So what about this Cowboys secondary? You mentioned J. Ron Curse. I mean, talk to me about the potential of other guys like a Diggs. Like, do you feel like this is an opportunity that Diggs can really feast, if you will? Because again, like, if I'm Diggs, if I'm Mike, I mean, again, like, I could just name off the key players on the defense. But if I'm Micah Parsons, I'm I am like hungry. But if I'm Trayvon Diggs, I'm even more excited because I just feel like you saw him and he just wasn't getting his throws off. It was like he was completely hitting mm. the wrong targets. He didn't have the it just felt like so off. And like a guy like Trayvon can can jump in and 
and really channel that wide receiver mindset. And I just I think this could be a big game for him. Well, and also too, when you look at like I said, we talked about the matchup of Alan Lazard and Trayvon Diggs. Alan Lazard is definitely right now Aaron Rodgers' go-to guy. He's the guy that he goes to when he's in a bunch and. It's going to be interesting to see what the next option is if he doesn't go to Lazard because Trayvon is on him, if there is a second option, or if he decides, I don't care. I'm going to continue to, because this is the only gentleman that I think that he's had ample playing time with. So you can see that he trusts him on tape. So I do think there's going to be opportunity there for this secondary just because of some of, if they're in a, if the Packers are in situations where they have to pass, I do think the secondary can take advantage because the chemistry and communication between these young receivers and Aaron Rodgers are just not there yet. Right. And a lot of that is some of the protection and whatever, but a lot of it is just the quarterback. Mm. Just being honest. Like, yeah. Just, I, I actually want to ask you, because I know you, you, we've talked about special teams a couple of times. And yes. I want to take the last couple of minutes because, listen, yep. Coach Rich Passaccia, special teams coordinator for the Green Bay Packers, is my work dad. I have, uh, I love him and I, uh, I need you to tell me well, it's like, I need you to tell me good and bad things. I need you sure. to tell me that we're going to beat him, but then I want you to be like, but it's not going to be because of special teams. Like, he's going to do well. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, let's 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 go to the Cowboys special teams first because, of course, y'all know I caught up with my guy, Cavante, in the locker room. Just, hey, how are you? Because I did see him pop up on the injury you report. You drive that train, and I love that. I, I, <laughs> Turpentine. You're like, beep, beep. <laughs> but I did see him pop up on the injury report um, for a chest injury. He obviously participated yesterday and, and today in practice. So I was just, hey, how are you? And he, he said he's doing good. So here's the thing. I think the Cowboys special teams is something that's so overlooked sometimes because they they have been productive. And we were even talking about this. You want to talk about special teams? Brett Maher. That's a name we haven't talked about, but that's a good thing. And I know Kelsey no, drives that train. Yeah, she drives that train. She's been so good. But, but the thing is, is Happy for we haven't talked about him because he's been so consistent. Right. And, and I think that is so important to the success as a whole as a team. But I think special teams in general – Give credit where it's due. Bones Fossil, thank you so much for being you and and being the incredible coaches. This entire coaching team deserves their flowers. But I think special teams is is going to be a big deal for this. We were talking about that earlier too, Aisha. Yeah, the hidden yardage is going to matter in this game. And when I say hidden yardage, I mean those are like when Turpin has like a 16-yard return on Mm -hmm. a good punt. Like that's a a first down already and then some, right? So the hidden yardage to me is going to matter. In any road game you're playing, noisy environment, all that stuff, field position has been important for the Cowboys every year. I'm telling you, when they are starting pinned, they've always had trouble driving the ball down the field. So hopefully Turpin comes in and flips that field. But if there are field goal opportunities because it is chillier out there or whatever the case may be, it's kind of cool to know that Brett Maher is that guy. But yeah. you were telling me that Green Bay actually ranks pretty highly in special teams. Yeah, I don't their, know how. I don't know how I <laughs> That's Passaccia, that. baby. I don't know how I closed the tab. And I don't want to sit here and scrambling to find it. But, yeah, the, the Green Bay special teams is doing pretty well. Something interesting, too, you're talking about uh, hidden yardage and, and when it comes to Cavante Turpin getting that field position. It was uh, When was the last outdoor stadium they played? Where was that? Barnacles. Mm. Okay, whenever it was. It was a couple weeks back. Um, it's slipping my mind right now. I had talked to him that week. The Giants? It's the Eagles. The was Eagles? it that? The Eagles would have been. Yeah. Okay. So when when we were talking about, hey, this is maybe your first time playing outside real grass, he was like, oh no, that helps me. 
I mean, really, Cavante Turpin feels comfortable playing on that grass mm-hmm. and that turf. So I think if anything, the, I'm going to say it every week. It could be Turpin time this week. You could potentially see him taking it back because he sa- he says he plays better on that kind of of grass. Okay, so, so call your shots spring. right now. Let's let's hear it. Uh, who you got winning the game? I'm not going to make you do a score prediction. Yeah, because I'll be honest, my mathing is not going to be a thing right now. So um, yeah, seriously, like I I'd probably be like 67 <laughs> to uh, uh, 10 and a half, and you'd be like, what, Kels? If that's the ending score. <laughs> I feel like 67 to 10. That's Kelsey's score prediction. I love that. I, I will figure it out. Unclear. Uh, uh, who's who you got winning this game? Um, you know what? Usually I would just say, usually I would say, oh, the Cowboys, yeah, because I I ride for them, right? No, the Cowboys should absolutely win this game. There's no reason that You're they scared. should not. If they don't, <laughs> if they play their complimentary football all three phases, there's no reason they don't win this game. Oh, I was waiting for the butt. Okay, no, so she it, got the Cowboys. It's it's just, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers too, y'all. Like, you, you can't count him out. You can't. However, he's not playing like our typical Aaron Rodgers. He's like a variant version of Aaron Rodgers I right now, if you weak. will. You telling me that him and the guy that be in the crowd that look like him switch places? Probably, <laughs> girl. Someone He's like, I took a vacation. I know exactly what you're talking you about. That's exactly so good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just, favorable matchups all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, health is important here. Definitely can see them. Definitely can see them pulling out this win. And again, I think it's going to be an important win moving forward for them to get this monkey off their back. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys as well. I'm going to make some like lame charcuterie joke about eating a cheese. I don't really care. That's what I think is going to happen. Cheese. They need to make it happen. I think they can make it happen. I think they need to go out and execute. I think it's going to be uh, a, a moral victory as well if they can make this happen too for both the team, the locker room, and the Cowboys Nation. So And for and for Coach McCarthy. Yes, 100%. Like I want to see Mike McCarthy get the game ball I need just at to the see Dez's tweets. Like I'm just going to be looking at Dez's timeline <laughs> oh, the entire gosh. game. Like I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh man, you know I'm gonna pull out some like referee tweet of some oh, sort. Man. I'm gonna be like, oh man, I can't even look at you because it's been so long. I know, oh, seriously. No, I do want to see Mike McCarthy get his game ball. Let's yeah. turn the tide. Yep, let's All turn right. the tide. Well, um, I'm gonna wrap up really quickly because uh, tomorrow is Veterans Day, and uh, we have a veteran on our show, our girl. And uh, I need to just make sure that I thank you, and I thank everyone who has and is serving because you guys really are the true heroes, and we greatly appreciate everything Absolutely. that you do and yep. the sacrifices that you make it does not go unnoticed and thank you so um thank a veteran and do something nice for someone tomorrow hug them tweet aisha and say you ask them if they're okay ask them twice yep love that all right guys thanks so much for joining us we really do appreciate it for aisha morrison jess navarez i'm kelsey charles and also jazzy on the board another episode of girls talk boys talk see you guys next week This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?